Good morning, campers. For those of you who have volunteered as cleanup crew for the recently closed Yankee Peddler Inn, please meet Leanne by the buses. While you're there, be on the lookout for any spooky evidence of Madeline O'Malley, the bride who hanged herself in the inn in the 1800s. You may want to stay away from the basement, where the hotel owners allegedly hid her body. For everybody else, it's beach day! Grab your towel and let's have some fun! Hey everyone! Welcome to Bunk 237, a horror movie podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Tiet. And today's guest is Jonah Baez, filmmaker and librarian based in Denver. I decided to try a voice today. I don't know if that works. Jonah, is that okay? It's tremendous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Today, we are talking about The Innkeepers, a 2011 movie that was written, directed, and edited by Ty West. Um, it's about two employees of an inn who are working its last weekend open, and they're searching for ghosts. And, spoiler alert, they find them. <laughs> so, this is a movie that um, I have seen many, many times. To yet, I know, watched it for the first time for this podcast. That's correct. Jonah, what is your history with The Innkeepers? Um, well, I think it, you, you kind of have to, like, it's such a, t- 2011 is so long ago that I, <laughs> rent, I, I remember renting it was such a different process because I had to, like, go to my dad's house at the time and use his cable to rent the movie via cable. It was a weird process. Wow. And, and I remember um, I, I missed the hype wagon for House of the Devil. So mm-hmm. I was so, uh, which was also directed by Ty West. And I was so, yes. so eager to watch this that I like begged my dad to just leave his house. Give me the house. Give me the house <laughs> for the night. You picked your dad out of his own house to watch The Innkeepers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And what and what were your thoughts? I, I, I think uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a movie sleeper. So I need that action right away. And I think for whatever reason, it didn't resonate with me at the time. But it's one of those movies that since then I just keep going back to. And it's so jarring when it does get scary that it's one of the few movies that could be kind of mild and then just like shock me into being awake. Totally. Yeah. Wait, so you mean you fall asleep? During most movies, except for scary ones. Oh, even scary ones! I like I, I I start movies at night and then I finish them in the morning. That's like my uh, my procedure. Interesting. Yeah. Does that make the movie less scary if you're taking a pause? Like if you're like if you are intentionally cutting off the tension in a movie and like giving yourself an eight hour break? Uh, it it can, it depends. I think sometimes too. I have this magical ability to like catch up on only the exciting scenes so there are also some movies where like anytime it gets boring i've slept through it but when it's exciting i'm wide awake so like (laughs) my uh, my version of jupiter ascending it might be 10 times better than yours because i probably is yeah (laughs) i only saw the exciting but um I, i tend to stay awake but it's that um that slow release that's in this movie that i think that, that really did me in the first time I saw it. But this time, like, I, I guess I, it's just the characters. They're those, like, um, like they're like oh, the, go- the, the Goonies-type characters. They're right? so good. That's, like, w- one of the reasons I love this movie so much. So, yeah, what was, your, what was your impression, first time seeing it? I had some questions. I really liked it. Um, I think I thought it had great jump scares. Like, I thought so much of the movie was just, like, 
uh, and stuff that you know that it's coming, but it's still scary when it comes, you know? Yeah. Um, because it's like builds that like suspense and that tension. And it's just, and just little things like uh, the piano or like the ghost in the bed. Um, and what I really lived for uh, was honestly was the last like 10 seconds of the movie when the, like the camera pans to the hallway and it's like the movie's mm-hmm. over. Everything has already happened, you know? Yeah. But that yeah. last 10 seconds, I was like so tense because I knew, I knew that something <laughs> was going to happen. I knew they were doing a thing. You don't just like walk down a long hallway into an open doorway at the end of a horror movie for no reason. Um, and so for me, like I felt like I was like, wow, I just watched like an hour and 44 minutes, I think is how long it is, like an hour and 44 minutes so that I could get to that last 10 seconds because that was, for me, just the scariest thing because it had already built everything up and I was just like, oh, there's more. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The unfortunate thing is that I watched it on Prime um, and there were commercial breaks because that's how it goes. So for me... That happened to me. Yeah, it was like, I think like for me being the first time um, I probably should have just like like bought it or rented it so I could just watch it without the commercial breaks because like I was saying the tension in a horror movie is so like it really um, sits on you watching the thing all the way through and like right. not being distracted by your phone or like the outside world or whatever and so uh, to sort of watch this movie and then every like you know 20 minutes have a commercial for like Hamilton is really like <laughs> <laughs> right, that is probably very jarring yeah it's I, really jarring um <laughs> But I love, first of all, I love the, that there are opening credits, that it's just a long thing of opening credits. But yeah. I watched the opening credits and then a commercial started right at the end of oh. them. Yeah, totally. Me too. And so I was like, mm, I'm not going to do this. And I went back and rented it and <laughs> spent money on it because I was like, that's too much. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Especially, I think, for this movie because it's so, in my mind, it's like a super efficient, like extremely tense the entire time movie that I felt like I couldn't I, I couldn't allow those breaks to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think that the next, uh, yeah, I think that for now, for future things, I'm just gonna, I can't, we have to have a rule like no commercial breaks or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, I wish there was some sort of option in Amazon where it was like, maybe just no commercial breaks in like scary movies. Cause it's just like, yeah, it just right? ruins every scary movie. Well, well, Ty West has said that he, he in his director's cut, there are commercial breaks for Hamilton. So, <laughs> um, to, so to nerd out a little bit, um, yes, there are some tremendous library services, like um, specifically Canopy and Hoopla Digital, and they are services that if your local public library or if you find a library cool enough to let you sign up online, you can um, rent movies digitally, and they're available for like. 72 hours and you could just watch them no commercial breaks for to- for free and uh innkeepers is on hoopla digital right now so that's how i watched it good to know yeah that's a great psa <laughs> back, back to the movie <laughs> um, i want to talk about the scares because i think they're so interesting for the first like hour of the movie the jump scares are not anything scary you know, oh, it's no. like it's like the bird. It's Luke scaring Claire unintentionally. Um, I, I think before everything before the piano, right? Yeah, it's just like a real world kind of scare. Yeah, and that they, um, I noticed that they kind of set it up very early on, like Ty West. I think in the first scene uh, when he's showing Claire that video, you know, and it's mm-hmm, like that's mm-hmm. like a, like that. Like I've seen that joke before, but I wasn't expecting that. But I think that it sort of 
set it up as a like this is what's going to happen throughout the movie yeah yeah I think uh, for me personally, the the scariest scenes in this movie were the more human scenes, like mm-hmm. uh, like the, I'm, like on a on a smaller scale. The coffee shop scene was pretty. Oh my god! Harrowing. Oh, was Lena Dunham? <laughs> yeah. I made the, I literally wrote the words Lena Dunham. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I wrote Lena Dunham exclamation point. <laughs> but like, I guess. Um, her and Ty West have been like really good friends forever, <laughs> so that's why she made it in the uh, movie. Okay. But just that those like weird human interactions that you have, like even her like interacting with her hero, like I felt like yeah. that was like nerve wracking. And the 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 coup de gras for all of this, like just rattling my um, socially awkward self, was the um, the sequence where she comes to his room at night. Yeah, Claire goes to Luke's. Yeah. Luke's room. I was trying not to say Pat Healy. he's sleeping. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That interaction that they have is the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen in a movie. (laughs) What about the scene where he's, like, trying to tell her that he likes her? Oh, yeah, they're laying on the (laughs) floor. And she's like, um, let's go to the basement and look for God. (laughs) Totally. I like that she kept avoiding uh, intimacy with him for Mm -hmm. ghosts. Like, in that scene that you were talking about, Jenna, where, like, she comes up because she's really scared, and then... You know, she's very visibly shook up, and he's like, oh, whatever. He's like, he's like, come inside. And then, like, he turns around, and he's, like, not wearing pants, or he's just, like, yeah. boxers. And then she immediately, like, tenses up, like, honestly, any woman would, and just be like, uh, actually, I'm fine. And I like that she chose, like, a murderous ghost versus, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. being alone in a room with a man. Yeah. With her coworker. I was going to say, it's even, like, I feel like someone would come into the room with me over ghosts if I was in boxer shorts, but he's in, like... Bikini cut briefs, yeah. yeah, Oh yeah, nobody's coming in there. But like saggy tight. (laughs) (laughs) I the the relationship between Luke and Claire, I think, is my favorite part of the. Like, it's why I love the movie so much because it feels so real to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like. I feel like a lot of times in horror movies, like people's characteristics are like either super. Um, surface level or they're like shoehorned to you know the actual horror that they're dealing with but this just felt to me just like two real people who have this like kind of weird co-working relationship who are searching for ghosts (laughs) (laughs) I really like the uh the character of the actress the sort of the older retired Mm -hmm. actress there was something um probably because I live in LA I kind of love anything that like dunks on actresses because she's like (laughs) she's like uh everything about her was like oh yeah she's like retired but she's like a medium now she like carries crystals around (laughs) you're just like okay i get it i also i also live here thank you (laughs) no it's so true and then she was like but then i feel like she redeems herself because she's like i'm not a nice person you know and then she like kind of tries to help yeah but then one of my questions is like at the end, Luke is like, after Claire is locked in the basement with Madeline O'Malley, the ghost, and she dies, and Luke goes up to Lee's room and is like, you knew this was going to happen, and you didn't stop it. Do you think that she really knew, like, specifically what was going to happen? Oh, that's an interesting question. Because she says earlier on that there are three spirits. She sees three spirits when she's um, doing her little weird crystal thing with Claire. <laughs> Um, which I think end up being Madeline, the old man, and Claire. Oh, yeah. 
But, but and this is something that I've only noticed in like probably the seventh <laughs> time I've watched this movie. <laughs> but at the end, like she she must have had some idea, but I don't know if she knew specifically that anything would happen to Claire. I like it's because her role as the psychic medium. You know, I was like as a as a person in the world, I was like, uh, I don't believe her. You know, like, I'm like, I don't think she has real mm. powers. I think she just has a pendulum and it swings because that's what <laughs> pendulums do. Um, <laughs> and you're in a creepy hotel. That's easy. I can, I could also go to a creepy hotel and say that there's a ghost in the basement, but, right. uh, so I don't know, but I guess there, that is fair that she did, I guess, call out that there were three ghosts. But is this the sort of thing in ghost hunting where it's sort of like, is that a coincidence? Like, could you just say that because you're a little intuitive or because you're actually a medium? I don't I don't know. I, I think one thing I, I really love about this movie is it is a sort of time capsule because I'm like, if any time you say ghost hunt movie, I'm like in 110%. But I feel like they've all almost exclusively after like 2012 they have that ghost hunter vibe where they're either either making fun of the show ghost hunters mm-hmm. or they are just so influenced by it that it's like always the same people always the like zach baggins haircut like <laughs> it, it it has that like it's they're never like genuine people who are just curious so yeah i admire that this movie takes that approach where it's like these are just the kind of dorks who would be talking about this yeah but i don't know yes totally i think yeah. she i think she's legit i think she's legit do you think she went to the hotel because she knew it was haunted no oh no. I don't know. Yeah, why was she? Because I feel like every guest had, well, maybe except for like the mother and child, didn't it seem like all the guests had some sort of, I don't know, spooky reason for being at the hotel? Like, because it was just, yeah. yeah. It was just she Lee was, and the old man yeah. besides that woman. Because um, the character of the mother and the child, I wasn't sure what they were there for. Did they really help the story or were they just sort of extraneous? like normal people who were staying at the hotel. The woman in the sun, I don't know what their function was, but there is something hilarious that I noticed this time around in that when she, when Claire is telling the sun the, the story of Madeline O'Malley, which I think is, that's, that's how they get the story out. So that maybe that's their function. Um, but <laughs> the m- mom runs over and she's like, that's it that's the last straw. Like we're going back to your dad. So Claire and Luke in all their incompetence brought a family back together. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what the movie's about? That's what the the movie's about. Bringing families back together. Yeah. Uh, Because it was also the old man, you know, he got back together with his dead wife. Yeah. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. If you don't actually get married though, did they actually complete the marriage? The ghost? No, because she ran away, right? Yeah. She was, yeah, or jilted. She killed herself because she, she was jilted at the uh, altar. Right. Which I was thinking about this, about sort of female ghosts in movies. And it's like, are they always like mad at their, like mad at men or to their children? Like, <laughs> that seems to be the two. That's a lot. Right. Yeah, the two top motives of, of, uh, of like female ghosts in movies. I can't think of any other yeah. motive. Right. It's just like men and children. Yeah, I think that's just, like, how... <laughs> I think that's just the presentation, like, unfortunately. 
the ghost movie has not had its like resurgence, reawakening, and telling new stories yet. It's I just, mean, or you can look yeah. at it as like men are so terrible <laughs> that even when women die, they can't be free of they them. They can't rest. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Right. Um, Okay, but back to the ghost hunting stuff, because Jonah, I know that you dabble in in ghost hunting. So I love that that you love this this movie and how it presents it. But I want to know how it compares to like your own experiences. I am like I would say the truest definition of the word dabbler is me (laughs) in terms of ghost hunting. But I've also been able to like really forest gump it up. And, like, bump into people who have had really cool interactions, too. And I think one of the most fascinating things, too, is, like, uh, I I, I mean, I don't know if I believe it or not, but um, there is this element of play to ghost hunting where, like, when you do it, you're both committing, like, no, this is real as shit and we're going to believe this until we're done with this, which I really, I really love and I think is fun. But um, one thing that this movie nailed, there's this weird presence of energy in other ghost hunters I've talked to. And the way they present it, they're just like, 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 for example, like someone will tell you a ghost story and you'll ask them, like, how did you end up there? And for the like real believers, they'll say like, oh, man, it's just like energy just sucks you in. Like bad mm-hmm. energy is drawn in. So I think for me, based on my interactions that I've, I've had, I could see how... The down and out alcoholic psychic and the mother in crisis are yeah. both pulled to this high ghost energy area. Yet another woman disappointed by a man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that what the movie's about? <laughs> uh, no, I really like that, and I really love that um, estimation of sort of of these uh, toxic relationships pulling these like ghostly energies up from the basement. Um, yeah. Jonah, do you have a cool website with like spinning ghost gifts and like videos? <laughs> no, I don't. I, I only because I can't use the internet. That was one of my questions because the movie takes place in present day from when it came out, which was 2011. But like that website what? was old, yeah, right? What is the website they're using? <laughs> that website looked very from, like old. 1998. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, but like I think it was also like so um, accurate to what like a website for a ghost that supposedly lives in like a sad Connecticut like I can see that it would be like a web ring you know and you could like click through (laughs) to other to other haunted hotels yeah but it it sets up that that's like another brilliant sequence that sets up the end right because yeah with the uh the the door door. the door that slant yeah that's just like that's like a masterful, like, you have to wait for it. Like, you're waiting an hour and 45 minutes, but it's, it's going to pay off. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It really, there was definitely points in the movie where I was like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Hamilton commercial, ghost scare, <laughs> Hamilton commercial, other things. And then, again, that ending, really, I was just like, like, a, like standing up, like, <laughs> yes, that's what I'm here for. I am here for those 10 seconds. That's amazing. Also, like, so what we were, you were saying about ghost hunting and, and believing it while you're in it is so interesting because Luke's character the whole time is, like, sort of playing along until it gets too real. And then he bails and is like, I made it all up. <laughs> I, I didn't have any other 
interactions, you know? Like, yeah. it was all sort of a game until it wasn't. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, I think that's, like, more of the tragedy of this this story. Like, it's it's fun to, like, I don't know, it's sad that this is, like, such a tragic movie, but it's still so much fun, like, which mm-hmm. horror should be. Horror should always make you feel bad, I think. Totally. But, uh, <laughs> right. I it think, should make you feel bad. Yeah, another theme of the movie, believe women, when they say that there are ghosts <laughs> yeah, in the basement. <laughs> It's interesting because I feel like I didn't get it until this time around, but uh, I found the ending really satisfying. Um, when Claire dies? I, yeah, and here's why. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, it sucks that she she's died. She's the like, best, it, like, most likable character. She's the most likable character. It totally sucks that she died, but she is sort of struggling the whole movie with her purpose and she has that conversation with lee where lee is very like bitchily like well what do you do yeah are you an actress (laughs) very la i just work at the hotel yeah and she doesn't really have these like aspirations outside of anything and then like as the movie goes on you realize like her entire purpose is to make contact with madeline o'malley and she does. <laughs> In the end, <laughs> she gets what she wants. She did. And, like I, and and even though she dies, I feel like if she if she lived, I would be like concerned for her cuz the hotel is about to close. She found her ghost. You know, it's yeah. like where would she go from there? Like, I will maybe say- she'd become a ghost hunter, maybe she'd go around <laughs> other places, but like her purpose was really specifically to find Madeline O'Malley. And then and she die got what before she telling anyone else. Uh, I I, w- I will say I was very I was surprised when she died. You know, like I yeah. always I always expect someone to die, but it's like when when it's like the main character that has the most personality that you're rooting for. Like yeah. I was just like, oh no, they did it! They killed her! They killed her! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's rare to see a movie, like, especially a ghost movie, like, the main character dies, but that's after she's, like, become the new mother to the ghost kids, or that's after she's, right. like, <laughs> right, that's right. after she's made the other, the bad ghost say sorry. This yeah. movie just, like, <laughs> fucking kills her. Totally. Like, yeah. she's out. We're still here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've, I know, like, I, I see where you're coming from. I think I might need to watch this movie a few more times, but, like, I, I think... It's so sad to me. The ending is like, yeah, it's like, maybe it's more tragic than satisfying. Because <laughs> it feels like everything about her is in transition. Like, I think people are yeah. like, You're, she's moving on from this like weird guy friend relationship where she's coming to terms with the fact that she's got to get out of that. She's got to get out of this house. It's like every sign in the world is telling her to leave and she just won't. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. There's no right maybe or wrong. Maybe I have to with, watch it again. Yeah. There's no right or wrong with feelings. Totally. <laughs> the points don't matter. There is, uh, I think that there is always why we love horror movies is we love watching good death. You know, like I think that if you can't find some co- sort of like satisfaction, and maybe that's just sort of our way as like people of like dealing with like things that are really bad or like actual like real life death is sort of. Um, being able to recognize that like death happens and sometimes it's really satisfying and sometimes <laughs> it's really needed and sometimes it's really like an important part of like pushing the story forward. I don't know if her death was that de- was that death in this movie because <laughs> nothing changed <laughs> from her death. But maybe that's also a life lesson is that people yeah. die and nothing changes. <laughs> I mean, that is true. <laughs> 
Do we think? Do we think that she died? That that Madeline killed her? That she died from some sort of like shock or her injury from falling down the stairs, or asthma? It was like asthma, it's left right? pretty Isn't unclear. That kind of like that's what they kind of implied was like her. Kind like, of. Do you think that maybe she had like two deaths? Where like her real life death was like asthma, but her spiritual death was like shock. Maybe is that a thing? I don't know if that's a thing. If a spiritual death is a is a thing. Yeah, it, it is now. <laughs> Yes. We're all right. Anything we say is true. You get two deaths. Yeah, I, I, I know. It's a, I really do struggle with those movies that are like, is it real or is it not real? I love them, but I struggle with it. And I like that this movie puts its foot down. It's like, nope, this guy yeah. killed himself. You see him everywhere. Like That is all of his blood on that, sh- on that sheet. There are some there's some cool trivia about this movie that I don't know if you guys are aware of. I love movie trivia. The Yankee Peddler Inn is a real inn. It's the real name of a real inn in Torrington, Connecticut, um, that Ty West and his crew stayed at when they were shooting House of the Devil. Oh. And is that where they came up with the story? It's supposedly really haunted. All of the staff thinks it's haunted, and his crew experienced like crazy things while they were staying there. So when Ty West wanted to write a ghost story and, and make a movie, make a make a ghost story, he um, he came back to the Yankee Peddler, and they stayed there, and they shot the movie, and they made it all about the inn. And he said that he himself is a pretty big skeptic, doesn't really believe in that stuff, but he still experienced things like doors slamming on their own, the TVs turning on and off by themselves. Uh, he said lights burned out in his in his room like repeatedly and that like the entire crew had like really vivid crazy dreams when they stayed there. Jonah, are hotels always haunted or Yeah, every hotel is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it was the hotel opened in 1891 and was open until 2015. It is currently not open, which sucks. You can't go stay there right now. Um, but it is uh, technically only closed for renovations. They've had like issues with like getting stuff done, but um, it's still there and it's still being worked on. So hopefully it'll open again and then we can all go yeah. and spend a night. Let me tell you, I'm not going to be there. I do not like staying in ghost hotels. <laughs> you don't, I, even no, as much as you love watching, I you don't want to experience yeah, it. I love, I love, I love horror movies. I love scary things. I love Halloween. Like, but ghost stuff. And this is like, there's a couple of things that kind of get me. And honestly, like ghost stuff gets me pretty good. Uh, I live alone. Sometimes the apartment's dark. The apartment is often dark, I should say, actually. <laughs> it's always, but it's like, I don't know, ghost stuff my whole life has always been a little bit, it's too real to me. Because I do think I kind of, I, I believe in like energies and past lives and things that are happening because I don't know either, you know. Um, right. But like, I like fall deep into ghost stories. And I think I believe just a little bit too much that I just, I'm too scared to stay in a in a haunted That's hotel. That's so interesting. Would you, you, I feel like that was You would very stay in a haunted similar. hotel? I think I would. Yeah. And I and I seek out I seek out ghosts. <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> I like it in movies and I want to be friends with a ghost in real life. <laughs> but I feel like that was so interesting in the movie because I feel like they were both Claire and Luke super into it 
until it got real. And then they got, I mean, Claire a little bit more, but she still got scared and ran away when she thought she encountered a ghost, which yeah. I feel like is so realistic. Like yeah. even people who want those interactions and seek them out are going to run away. See, <laughs> I think do. that, see, I'm Luke. I like, I like, <laughs> I'm like up there, like just riding with you through this whole ghost story thing until it gets a little real and then I'm gone. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> that scene in the basement when they're sitting there and Clara's like she's right behind you she's coming closer (laughs) and you never see her in that scene you never see the ghost but it's still so scary I I don't know what it is about the like the hotel ghost phenomenon but it feels like every hotel has a ghost or like every hotel has that thing and I think in, in my head it's partly because it's partly because like when when you think of places like malls or like movie theaters or hotels that are usually bustling when you mm-hmm. have those quiet moments where there's no one around i think your brain is just so used to seeing people there that like it kind of like is programmed to see those things and also like so many goddamn people die in hotels and coasts so there's like <laughs> there's like that like scientific like explanation of how your your brain chemistry can be working and also like those places are goddamn haunted because it's like people die there all the time especially like like where the Yankee peddler in in is in like the middle of nowhere Connecticut it's like an old mill town like I just love all of these like New England like dead ladies and dresses you know like, <laughs> like creeping down hallways like it's just it's just the best <laughs> I just love it and another okay, so another piece of trivia that was kind of spooky is that um room th- 353 is the room that Ty West chose to shoot in and make the spook scariest the most haunted room in the hotel he chose it solely because it was big enough to fit a dolly but then Later, he found out that that is actually the most haunted room in the hotel. (laughs) And it's it's supposedly haunted by Alice Conley, who was um, one of the original owners. She and her husband owned the hotel uh, in the 1890s. Alice Conley have a scary story? Or what what is the, do you know what the actual ghost story is? I don't know what the the story of their death is, but supposedly her and her husband um, died in the hotel and haunt the hallways and Alice Conley haunts room 353 um and I guess room 295 is the other supposedly very haunted room in that hotel you need to have some great chemistry to like haunt a place with someone else like (laughs) like, (laughs) commitment is one thing but to like say no work for all eternity we're gonna be creeping around this place that's like Well, I think it was like her and her husband's like life project. They put all of their money into this hotel. It was going to be like the center of this sort of tiny little metropolis in Connecticut. They wanted it to be the best hotel in the state. Um, And then they died. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that like the ghostly disturbances are like when they're having fights? Like ghost fights oh, with each other, yeah. just marital disputes. Conley's <laughs> <laughs> just knocking things around in the room for fun. Yeah, um, I do. I do wish that someday, hopefully, I'll be able to stay in the Yankee Peddler Inn because I think that would be really fun. Great. Yeah, will, that's a good one. Yeah, I'll come visit you during the day there, but I'll like be down the street at the Hilton or something. <laughs> 
Jonah, have you ever stayed in a haunted hotel? Yeah, I have. Um, I, I, I think a few, actually. Um, and so I'm from Colorado, and we have the, uh, the Stanley Hotel. I've stayed which, there. Which, yeah. The one, yeah, I slept with all the lights on. Like, 100%. <laughs> I slept with, like, slept with the lights on and, like, my the covers kind of, like, up. So I, <laughs> I, but I have stayed there. It, anything spooky? No, nothing spooky. But I that's because you had the lights. Because I had the lights on, <laughs> and you know that ghosts are afraid of lights. Yeah, they hate lights. <laughs> what about you, Jonah? Any spooky experiences in hotels? Me and my, my my girlfriend and some friends, we were. I had somehow convinced the library to buy ghost hunting equipment. Amazing. And so <laughs> we ha- we have all this like we had all of this like we had a ghost box, we had a special recorder, we had an Wait, EMF what's a, meter. What's a ghost box? Uh, ghost box is. Um, it's like a it's like a radio that quickly signals through stations, and you're listening for words, and then you interpret those as communications from ghosts. Oh, cool! That is cool. <laughs> well, we 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 like use an EMF meter to find a special like to determine the electromagnetic field of the spookiest spot, and we um, brought noise canceling headphones, and I just like camped out, and I was probably ruining people who paid really good money to stay there is like good time because it was just a bunch of nerds with like noise canceling headphones on. (laughs) Oh, this is good. I'd like you guys to chime in because there's a dispute about this. So I just had the headphones on and I was just saying whatever I heard. And then I took my headphones off and I looked at my girlfriend and she was like, could you hear me? And I said, no, why? She was like, you were responding to me. And I was like, so she asked me, um, what my name was, and I said John. She asked me where I was, and I said outside seething. And I said some other stuff. Like, I, I kept responding to her, and we were, like, all blown away for, like, a minute. Because it was, like, it was like a haunted house movie. Like, we had how our power surge and a light bulb almost burst as we went through this hallway. Did you know that the words that you were saying while you were saying them? I mean, I couldn't... I knew they were words, so it wasn't like I was like, oh, I feel this thing. It was more like... <laughs> Oh, I heard some, I think it sounds like John. John. Okay, okay. But we had a dispute, and I'd love your opinions. Yeah. If I have the ghost box, and I am saying what the ghost box tells me, am I the medium, or is the person asking me questions the medium? You're the medium, right? 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 Yeah, you're the medium. Isn't the, because isn't the person... I think it's like in the name. You are like oh, the no, you're the intermediate. Medium. Yeah, you're, you're the, the intermediate, intermediate person. No, yeah, your girlfriend <laughs> is not a medium. Yeah. <laughs> Please she let her know that we said. Uh, but I will also say it was a team effort. It's a team effort. <laughs> if you were just saying the words and she wasn't asking you questions that you were responding to, it would be creepy, but it wouldn't be as creepy. Right. I'm going to leave this part of the podcast out when I show it. <laughs> All right, sh- should we award some badges yeah. to the innkeepers? To yeah, what you got? I would like to award the housekeeping badge for uh, <laughs> bloodiest bathroom cleanup because I feel like Ooh. that's a lot of work for someone later. You know what I mean? It's totally true. And it was the last weekend; it was supposed to be open. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine <laughs> having to deal with whoever, that? Mess? Whoever just bought it, <laughs> like, is gonna come in. It's like, is this what I paid for? <laughs> So true. You signed it before the last weekend. Uh, Jonah, your badge or um, badges, whatever you got. 
I'm gonna give. Uh, I'm gonna give. Um, what what is that? I'm gonna give Claire the double back award because man, <laughs> I I I've I, there for a few times where you're like, you need to get out of here. But yeah. this is one where it's like, you just had three chances to get out of here. <laughs> like it. So I, I give her that one. Yeah, that's good. That's very good. Anything else? Um, I'm gonna. I, I would like to recommend a permanent badge. Sure. Uh, the the Pat Healy friend zone badge, the Pat oh. Healy memorial friend zone badge, because <laughs> yeah. the memorial. Friend <laughs> I, there's never been a more accurate yeah. depiction yeah. of the friend zone dynamic than this movie. And oh, I, it's so true. So she true. just she just completely ignores any sign from him. <laughs> it's totally. just perfect. Just, it's just perfect. Blocking it out. <laughs> uh, I want to give another a. A House of Intuition badge uh, <laughs> to the actress for being the most LA person in Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's probably where she flew in from <laughs> for her convention. <laughs> I, I, I would also say um, I, I want to give Pat Healy the, the, the goofball island hair badge because oh, that man. hairstyle is like it's a real, like. Tintin. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a mohawk of what hair he has, yeah. but just in the center of his head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, uh, it's you know, fantastic. It's, it's a hair razor badge. <laughs> oh, I love um. that. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this movie the uh, old-fashioned East Coast ghost badge because Madeline O'Malley is just a quintessential sad lady in a dress you know <laughs> yeah she is. she is haunting a hotel it doesn't get more better than that i love how pervasive sad lady in dresses are <laughs> in yeah. horror movies just sad sad ladies in dresses just. I, I would watch the shit out of a movie called sad lady dress <laughs> if it was like one of those amazon horror movies yeah i, yeah. Would, I would watch that an anthology oh series um i also i also want to give this movie the um maybe robin's favorite horror movie badge wow. like I, I really love it that is a that is a badge i just this really the first love it episode. so much <laughs> <laughs> i know but i also um suggested the movie <laughs> i don't know if it's my favorite of all time but it is up there it is it's it's just different even though it's uh such a classic tale would this be the movie that if someone's like like if someone's like i like horror you say oh have you seen the innkeepers is this like your go-to it's one of them yeah 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 i think so especially i think it's also a good in point for people who want to try it out try out some <laughs> horror but aren't like you know super nerds about it because <laughs> it's very simple it's very classic it's not like overly complicated or anything um and it's just really good. Robin, I think that's yeah. an interesting note um, that this would be as a light step into horror because it has like an incredibly bloody death scene with like, you know, it has, like sure, 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 yeah, <laughs> like scary, scary ghost that like is in your bed with you and like multiple jump scares and the yeah. main character dies. Yeah. <laughs> Fair points. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like, 
if you want to try horror and if you want to just be real, just pushed into it. Sometimes you got to jump into the deep end. That's fair. That's true, though. Because I think that if you can survive this watching, you can definitely graduate to other to other bloodier, scarier things. Yeah. Is this just me wishful think doing wishful thinking? But the male ghost is completely nude, right? Oh yeah, no, those are some. Yep. <laughs> so, this is deep end because like he didn't have like it's not like a ghost in a bathrobe. It's like no, he is he is super nude. They they skillfully uh, shift the flashlight up to only focus on his top half, but you get a you get a quick glimpse of some stuff. <laughs> Which might be the scariest moment in the whole. <laughs> Just kidding. Bodies are normal. Yeah, yeah. That would be the best time to put a Hamilton ad. Just the star yeah. over his bottom, <laughs> over yeah. his genitals. This is ours. Like, and a quick word from our sponsor is Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> Jonah, do you have anything you want to plug before we uh, head out? Yeah. Yes, I would love to. Um, I want to plug uh, a really awesome horror movie that I helped out on that's coming out. I believe. In October, maybe November, it's a it's a Blumhouse flick called The Vigil. Uh, it's a it's a Jewish horror film. It's um, it's 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 incredible. right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, tell I think, me everything you can tell me about yeah. it. Uh, it's about a, a guy who's just left the Hasidic community and he's brought in as a shomer. He's warned and there's spirits and uh, it's spooky. It's like a it's like a ghost movie with a shomer experiencing fighting a demon. It's really cool. Really, really, really awesome. And um, I, uh, I wrote and produced another movie that um, hopefully will be once film festivals are a thing again. Should be, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> should be in some of them. It's called Stuck, and it's about gymnastics. Ooh, cool! Is that a horror movie as well? Uh, to some. <laughs> <laughs> Everything has its own yeah. own horrors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Well, thank That's you. Great. Yeah, thank you. Looking forward to watching both of these movies. All right. I hope you do. Bunk 237, a horror movie podcast, stars Yet Wen and Robin Zlotnick as the final girls of Bunk 237, and Chris Charpentier as camp director Chris. The show is produced by me, Shane Segrin. Our theme song is written and performed by Dan Zlotnick, and our outro music is written and performed by Talene Kali. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and it may be featured on an upcoming episode. Have a suggestion for a movie? Then follow us on Instagram at Bunk237Pod and Twitter at Bunk237. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are downloaded.